Hey, what's going on? This is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Service Marketing Podcast. It is Friday, October 14th. We're going to do a quick five-minute potty here. Um, got students coming in. We're running a little behind today, so I apologize. We will have a full-length podcast on Monday. Basically, we're going to talk today about how to flip a business, how to build a business and run from it, and maybe put four to five million dollars in your back pocket. How's that sound? And, and in less than 10 years. Okay. So, you good with that? Does that sound good? Good. Sounds good to me too. First of all, let, let's look in the mirror and be honest. You are what you repeatedly do. Okay. If you're if you eat constantly, you're an eater. Okay. If you work constantly, you're a worker. Do you work on your business or do you work in your business? Are you fighting at the front lines or are you the general sitting up on top of the hill directing? The idea is whatever you do, that's, what's, that's what you're going to get better at. Oh, you know, I'm a technician. I, I do repairs or whatever every day. Then you're going to become a great technician. There's nothing wrong with that. But you're not going to grow your business too much, are you? Because you're devoting most of your time to being a tech. Yeah, you have to pay bills. But ultimately, what's your main goal? Is it to make money, more money and scale? Or is it just to get by, you know, paycheck to paycheck or just pay bills and stay stagnant? I'd say if you have any wisdom, you're thinking about, I, I got to grow. I got kids in, in, in the future and all that. I got to build an asset. So remember, if you're a tech all day, you're working in, you're not on working on your business. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's honorable. Nothing wrong with fighting the good fight day in and day out. But balance. Number one, you have to outsource. You may have to, you may have to hire. You may have to train. What if you worked in your business 50% and then on the other 50? That's a good start. Secondly, you've got to focus. Zero, if you're zero to one million, guaranteed you're working on one avatar, one channel. What does that mean, Brian? What's an avatar? That's your client profile. Okay, That's your ideal client. Know them, love them, recognize them, study them, and then service them through one channel. What's the one channel? Maybe you're doing Angie's List. Uh, maybe you're doing Google, whatever it is. Maybe your Facebook ads. I don't know. Get good at it. Stick with that. Exploit it for all it is. People say, well, I can't get any more clients. Most of the time, it's not the, it's not the channel. It's the business owner. Most business owners suck. They really do. It's hard to be great. Okay, Get great at marketing. Uh, I don't know how. Yeah, you do. Go take courses. Go, go do cohort cl- uh, courses where you, get, you study in groups. Go get a mentor workshops there's so many something google there's there's so much information never has there been more information at your fingertips that not knowing where to get it or not being able to get it is bullshit hate to say it. i'm going to call you out and you're going to probably need more people to to get to this cha- to this point where you're gonna you're gonna build a sell okay but remember typically zero to one million is going to be one avatar one channel over one million like one to five is going to be multiple channels maybe multiple avatars Number two, you got to own the building. Owning the business is one thing, but if you own the building, you give the business more credibility and more value. You do all this, you're on your way to a $5 million a year business. And if you have repeatable client, like you have clients that come back on, on a regular, semi-regular basis, you'll easily get 8x EBITDA, eight times your annual. So let's do some math and we're going to hop off. 250k a year pre-tax okay, annually income. Okay, that's, that's not that hard to hit 250 a year. Okay, 8x of that is $2 million, not including the real estate. If you're going to sell, you get an 8x business doing, you're getting 8x values at 250K annual. So if you're in SoCal and you buy a building for 1 to 2 million, it should appreciate for roughly 8% a year. That means in 10 years, your asset's going to probably just about double. So now you have a, a building worth 2 million. 
in a business worth $2 million, you're at $4 million plus. Not bad. Not bad at all. Okay. Last tip before I hop. Check this out. People don't like to say yes because they get stressed when you're selling. They, it's much easier to say no. That way you feel like, hey, you know what? I'm not, I'm not you know, fearful of making a mistake. You know, I'm just going to stay status quo and just keep moving down the road. Everything's good. You know? So what you do is sell where you allow people to say no when they're really saying yes. Brian, give me an example of what you're talking about. This sounds fucking ridiculous. I agree. All right. Listen to this phrase. <coughs> I have a customer the other day, and they'd, they'd got a quote. Uh, from an, a competing shop, and I said, would you be opposed to paying half of what that body shop charges? Are they going to say yes or no? They're going to say no. No, of course not. I wouldn't have a problem with that. And would you be opposed if I told you it was going to take maybe a third of the time that that shop normally would take for that repair? No, not at all. They just said no twice. Now they feel comfortable, but they're basically saying yes to you. See what I'm saying? So your, your homework over the weekend is to phrase questions that allow the customer to say no but they're really saying yes. Badass, huh? All right, guys. I appreciate you, man. We'll catch you on the next SAI Source Marketing Podcast. Bye-bye for now.